If you're an author or plan to be one, get excited because this podcast is for you. Book Marketing Mentors is the only podcast dedicated to helping you successfully market and sell your book. If you're ready for empowering conversations with successful marketing mavens, then grab a coffee or tea and listen in to your host, international best-selling author, Susan Friedman. Welcome to Book Marketing Mentors, the weekly podcast where you learn proven strategies, tools, ideas, and tips from the masters. Every week, I introduce you to a marketing master who will share their expertise to help you market and sell more books. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. And before I bring on today's guest, I want to share with you an offer that you may well be interested in, and that is a 125-point checklist to uncover profitable income streams from your book. I know that uh, many of you are looking to make money with your book. Here are some ideas that you may not have thought about. If you would like a copy of this, then email me at susan at bookmarketingmentors.com. There's also a link below in the show notes. So make sure that you grab your copy and also subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss an episode of our great experts who share their wisdom with you. Now, let's get on with the show. Today, my special guest is Debbie Dashinger. She is a media personality who's been interviewed on over 1,500 media outlets. For over 13 years, she's hosted the syndicated award-winning podcast, Dare to Dream, nominated for two People's Choice Podcast Awards. She interviews celebrities on the red carpet, is a keynote speaker, a certified coach, and the author of four international best-selling books. Wow, Debbie, what an absolute pleasure it is to welcome you to the show, and thank you for being this week's guest expert and mentor. Thank you, Susan. It's so great to be here with you, and of course, I love this subject. It's my business. It's my passion. It's my wound. It's my gift. (laughs) I love everything about books and authors and the whole process. Visibility, I believe, is maybe a key word that you also like. Let's talk about visibility. You've actually got a visibility formula. You've got a visibility hub. Talk to us about this. What does this actually mean? For everybody who's in business or an entrepreneur or an author, There's one key thing about what we do. We can be the most gifted, talented person out in the world. However, if we do not have visibility in place, meaning a way for us to be in front of people, what we're doing means nothing. You can write a book, but if it's sitting in digital land and not in people's hands, it means nothing, all that work you did. If you've got a message and your voice is not being heard, it means nothing. It can be very frustrating, too, for people who desire to be heard and seen. And doesn't matter if you're introverted, extroverted, everybody's got a gift, and it's very indigenous to them, and it's very perfect, and we receive it perfectly. But we do all have a message. We have some kind of sage that lives within us. And I think it's so important these days to disseminate that message. 
And if I can just piggyback on that to say now more than ever, you and I are having this conversation. Well, we don't know. This could be the middle of COVID, towards the end of COVID pandemic. We don't know because we're still in the thick of it. And dear God, it's been over a year. It's a long time, but we don't know when it's going to end. And all these people used to speak on stage, who used to go to networking events, be seen at workshops. What are they going to do? So visibility and knowing how to navigate it online, everything. Where do we start with this, Debbie? It's sort of almost overwhelming, or it is overwhelming, let's say that. It's always, well, we've got an author who has a book, and as you rightly say, there's a message, there's a gift that everybody has. I love what you said. There's a sage within us. Oh, that was lovely. But how do we start with getting this message out there? Because as you know, just writing the book isn't the end of the line. That's actually the beginning. Where do we go with this? To your point, 5% of every book is writing it. 95% is what you do or do not do after the book has been written. Concurrently, when you're finishing up your book and you're about 60, 70% complete, this is before you're even looking at your first draft. You want to know that you have your marketing in place. That's the time to start setting it up. Figure out if you're going to handle it on your own. And if so, know how to do it or get into a course that shows you how to do it. And most people, I would say almost 100% of people are going to hire. It's not their genius. They don't really know how to do it successfully and rightfully so. Get a marketing team and or a publicist, both are terrific, so that your book goes out. I say, try to hit international bestseller. I've got a company that does that for authors, and it's a game changer. And then also have a publicity team, meaning people who are going to get you into magazines, on radio, on podcast, your voice being heard, and people understanding what you've just accomplished and what kind of content that you offer it will sell books. It will get it out to people you would never meet otherwise. PR is free, ostensibly, right? Ostensibly. The shows don't charge you. The publicist will. The teams will. But it is an ROI. And it doesn't necessarily look like, I did this much. I'm going to sell that many books. Sometimes. But mostly what it does do is it opens up enormous doors. Visibility begets more visibility. Yeah, and that's so important because people don't know you're out there and you're well-kept secret, then who's going to read your book? But as far as I'm concerned, it's not necessarily about selling the book, but selling your message so that you can get that visibility to get on stages, to do speaking engagements or do coaching now. Obviously, now we're doing things virtually more, but I'm very involved in the National Speakers Association and my colleagues are all going virtual now. They have to because there are very few platforms, live platforms for them to stand on. But if we were to do a little bit of DIY, because I know that publicity can, especially if you have a team, you need to pay for that. You've just paid a lot to get your book out there. What could we start with on our own before having to hire a publicist? Absolutely. I have a course, it's online, and it's called The Ultimate Visibility Formula. And I created this course, we used to do it live, now the online, it's so comprehensive, people just 
go at their own speed. And the reason I did that is precisely what you're saying. So you don't have to pay somebody five to $10,000 every month with no guarantee of bookings. If you do it yourself, you'll guarantee bookings. What you really need to have in line is the what makes you different, which I think we need to have anyway, whether it's the book we're writing, why is your book different than all other books? Why is your business different? Even if you teach the same subject, what makes you stand out that you deliver? And the same, why would somebody want to interview you? I think it's so important. I don't know about you, Susan. I have a 13 plus year podcast show. I've been around a long time. I've got a lot of people, agents, publicists, and individuals who pitch themselves to me a lot. So what is going to make somebody stand out? I think your pitch to start with is so important. Know who you're pitching to. The market could not be more delicious for visibility for everybody right now. The reason I say that is because there are tons of niche shows. There's everything from very specific medical conditions. I have a private client I'm working with right now. He and his partner, they're writing a very interesting book together from a he said, she said perspective, but it has to do something that's woven throughout is tattoos. Just for the heck of it, during our private call yesterday, we looked up podcasts, comma, tattoos, and there was at least 20. And then there are lists that showed these are the best tattoo podcasts. There's a little secret for your listeners. If you've got a subject, distill it down, make it very, very niche. Could be old cars. It could be plumbing. It could be herpes. It could be oil painting. Something super specific, comma, podcasts. Find those podcasts. Find the ones that have been around a little longer, that have a sustainable big audience and a host that's been doing this a while. And then pitch yourself. Get their email and write something that is all content-based. If you put me on your show, here's what I'm going to provide. The email should be very short. And then write to the point, just some bullet points and what makes you different. So if you're going to talk about money, great. There's 50 people out there who talk about money. But what are you going to deliver that nobody else knows because it's your unique point of view? And you also have solutions, you know, three key solutions. Let me know what that is. And chances are somebody will book you. And of course, include all your contact information so you're easy to get a hold of your name, your website, your social media platforms, et cetera. Don't think we're going to look you up. We're not. We will know in a minute if you're a fit. And if so, we'll write back. Whoa. In that short period of time, listeners, I hope you're going to re-listen to what Debbie just said. I was taking notes furiously in all the different points and the fact that standing out from the crowd, being different and I've talked about this umpteen times because niche marketing is what I absolutely love, as my listeners know. I love what you're saying, Debbie, because you're absolutely right. What makes you different? What stands you out from the crowd? Then how to get noticed by the publicity, by a podcaster. There are millions of podcasts out and there are more coming out every single day, I'm sure. As you rightly said, the fact that there are niched or niched, I like to say, 
podcasts, I mean, just like this one, uh, book marketing mentors, people need to know and understand, for instance, what I feature on the show. I get pitched by people who have no idea that uh, because their PR agent sort of thought book marketing, ah, she interviews people's books. Well, no, I don't. (laughs) It's just a slightly different tact, but they need to know and understand before they come and pitch to me. That's extraordinary. What else? I need to squeeze the lemon here, Debbie. Sure. You know, well, in I terms make- of visibility, what else can we do? Into- what else can our authors do? Yeah, uh, so much. I just want to cover something you just said, because it's such a great point that you're so into niche. The reason why niche marketing is so encouraging is because these are a highly engaged audience. If you have somebody who's talking about a very particular type of technology or like Susan's show, it's not just books, it's not just authors, it's book marketing. All of a sudden, we've got a very definitive subject. Then if you're right, she will have a highly engaged audience. Highly engaged audience is something we want because they will take action. They will buy your product. They will follow you. They will work with you. They'll get your book. Etc. Get your courses. This is what we want. Or maybe it is about old cars, right? And I'm going on and I'm somebody who's got some great gadget for old cars. Those are the people who are going to buy that gadget. That's awesome. The other piece is statistically, and my God, it changes every week. Literally, there are now over 1 million podcasts. They literally have doubled every year. And people keep waiting and saying, Sight. There is no end in sight. And now, especially because of COVID, everybody, including celebrities who got bored at home, not working, saying, I think I'll start a podcast. It's a huge business. And more and more people are listening. At least 50% of homes are engaged with podcast listening. You want to be a part of it. There's that element. And then I would add this piece. And of course, if you want to know more, please ask. But if you're going to write a book as far as the marketing, it's great to write a really good book. And there are ways to go about building a big idea in your book. And we want a big idea because big ideas sell. It's not just having a great marketing team. Yes to that. It is also and having a great book because a great book is something that will go viral. People will talk about it. It will sell itself. Yeah. Big ideas, big messages, different. What can you do that is different? And that's definitely what helps make you stand out. You've interviewed thousands of people. I'm sure you've heard lots of mistakes too that people make, especially when they're being interviewed. Let's go down that route. I don't very much anymore, I'm happy to say, but that's just the virtue of being around for over 13 years and having my pick of who I want to have conversations. I will say in the beginning, absolutely. In fact, I was one of the greatest perpetrators too, which is why I took the time to figure out how to be interviewed and I created the ultimate visibility formula. Here are a few mistakes. One is not knowing the show ahead of time. And as I shared with you, Susan, before we started, I listened to at least one episode of your show. I want to know your vibe. 
how you treat the guest. Do you have music? Do you take listener calls? What kind of conversation? I already know you ask a big question at the end. I wanted to see the kind of host you were, the vibe of your show, and who your audience was so I could deliver the best possible show. Know your show, very important. I think it's really important to mix up rhythms, make something short, make them long, tell a story, at least one, have a statistic. These are all very compelling. And then don't try to do more than one to three key items. We cannot deliver the whole enchilada. We can't give someone our entire business. It's overwhelming. But if you'll just stick to one to three key items, key talkabouts or themes, you will do very well and you'll give the host a tremendous amount to talk about where you can deep dive. As I said to you earlier, the fact that you'd listened to my show before you came on as a guest just soared you up in the ranks as far as I was concerned, because I think I can count on one hand how many people listen to my show before they come on as a guest. Now, many of them, I know their colleagues, friends, but still, I mean, it's nice to have an idea, as you rightly said, what is the framework of the show? The fact that you rightly said, I mean, I know I always talk about mistakes and I end the show with a golden nugget, as you rightly said. I mean, I asked that big question at the end. I want practical tips because that's important, I know, to our listenership. The fact that you knew this already coming onto the show, as I said, you went straight up in the ranks and I absolutely love that and really appreciate it. Just having a few ideas that you want to share on a show is also key because I think so many times authors want to just, well, I wrote this book and let me tell you where you can get the book. Well, it's mm -hmm. not about the book. Right. As we said early on, it's about the message in the book because that's what I call your foundational blueprint is that message and then the passion that you bring with that message, I feel are the basis of what you're talking about. What else? What else do you feel our listeners should know? I'll deep dive a little bit into the big idea. This has been very much prevalent because I teach a uh, live book writing class, if you will, twice a month on Zoom. So people from around the world, authors who are writing their book, work with me and work together. We're definitely a cohesive group. And this was the big conversation this week. My mind is very much around it, but it's wonderful because I'm watching authors in the midst of writing their book suddenly take a different look. And Building a big idea in the book is super important because we want certain elements. The bottom line is we want people to feel like our book is a page turner. In order to create a page turner, there are certain techniques, if you will, of how to do that. There's lots of them, but I'll just do the big idea one for now. The first question an author wants to ask is, how is something familiar? So we want a familiar element. It gives our story mass audience appeal and connection. We want readers to connect, right? As an author, ask yourself, how is my story universal? Or how is it something people will connect with and understand? Beautiful. 
you can break down any movie that you love or any book you're reading. Look at it this way. That's part of your homework. Look at everything you're engaged in outside of your own book and look at what's familiar here. How do I know? And then the next question is, how is this unique? Because we want to build on what's familiar and now give it a twist. It's something fresh, something familiar with a twist. Unique always appeals to people. So imbue it with something new. And then, of course, your final piece to a great book is to add a hook. What is the reason a reader is going to become intrigued with your idea? It can also be a catalyst of conflict or a closer. If you look at a familial, unique hook, that becomes a page turner. What's beautiful about that too, Susan, is if you should go to a party or be on a Zoom and someone says, oh, you're writing a book, what is it about? If you will just use these things besides how to write your book and what elements to give it, it's also your great response, even if you're being interviewed. Because if you can talk about this is what's familiar and unique, you wouldn't say it like that, of course, you'd say it in a sentence form, and this is the hook. If you're able to address those and put those into two to three sentences, I promise you people will lean in and say, where can I get your book? Where can I buy this? That's, of course, what you want people to do. Absolutely. And one of the things that I've noticed throughout this interview and listeners, I want you to go back and listen to this interview from different perspectives, because one thing that you're doing brilliantly, Debbie, that I believe our listeners can really learn from is how you are introducing the subject. You're talking about the big idea, the fact that you had this workshop, that you do these things. So there are these little sound bites throughout. You've mentioned your course. You've mentioned different things that you do so that we know as a listener, I'm like, oh, she does this. Wow. Let me look into that further. Oh, I'm interested in this. But I think this technique is brilliant and I love it because I'm listening with two ears here. One is, well, what's the tip? What's the subject matter? And the other is, well, how is she presenting this? Listeners, I really want you to go back and listen to this a few times because Debbie is a, a true pro at this. This is not the first rodeo that she's been at, I know. <laughs> Debbie, if our listeners want to find out more about you, how can they do that? Yeah, thank you. My website, my name, both of which is spelled differently. Debbie does not have an E, it's D-E-B-B-I. And my last name, which is Austrian, is D-A-C-H-I-N-G-E-R. So DebbieDashinger.com. Also, if they'd like a free template, I encourage them on how to figure out what their message is and there is also seven free videos about being interviewed and more how-tos, way more than I was able to give here in our short time together. So I encourage you to go to debbiedashinger.com slash message. If anyone is interested in support in writing your book, please reach out. There's a contact form there or to join our ongoing monthly book writing membership. It's debbiedashinger.com slash visible visionaries. One word, visible visionaries. Perfect. And we'll put that in the show notes, Debbie, so that people who are 
not able to write this down at this present time can uh, still get that information because that was a lot to take in and, hey, it's really critical, so I want people to know about it. If you were to leave our listeners with a golden nugget, what would that be? I would say write like you are clinging to the edge of a cliff, white knuckles, like it's your last breath and you've got one last thing to say, like you're a bird flying over us and you can see everything. And please, for God's sake, tell us something that's going to save us from ourselves. Take a deep breath and tell us your deepest, darkest secret so we can wipe our brow and know we are not alone. And write like you have a message from a queen. Please stay out of the results because our job as authors is to write the thing. It's none of our business if it's good. We're the last people who can be truly objective about it, at least while we're in the middle of it. And do not get into the future. Just trust the process. Be willing to write the forbidden. Take chances. Excite yourself. Scare yourself. And be good to yourself. Artists are channels. That's so poignant. It really is the fact that, yeah, don't be afraid to share, you said, your darkest secrets, because you never know who it's going to touch and who it can help. And I think that so much of the information that our authors share can help people because that's what they want to do. They want to share. They've got value. They've got this gift inside of them. So, hey, let's go out and share it. Debbie, you have been amazing. I knew you would be. You didn't let me down. So (laughs) thank you so much. And thank Thank you all for taking time out of your precious day to listen to this interview. And I sincerely hope that it sparks some ideas you can use to sell more books. Here's wishing you much book marketing success. And before I sign off completely for today, remember the 121-point checklist to uncover profitable income streams for your book? Email me at susan at bookmarketingmentors.com. It's in the show notes as well, the link. Get your copy. See you next week. The time is now to take action and finally build your book-selling empire. And the great news is that Susan is here to help you. Visit bookmarketingmentors.com and sign up for a free 15-minute book marketing strategy session with Susan. She'll help you discover your first steps to marketing and selling your book. Only those who take action are rewarded, so visit bookmarketingmentors.com. And we'll see you again next week.